Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the number one independent podcast company in the fucking world. Count the Dings presents bomb it is his own network if you're looking for black culture if you're looking for black entertainment if you're looking for black perspectives you get it here and we've got five shows on this network you're listening to the og show right now on wednesdays you get the wednesday sermon with naima cochran and karan j phillips on thursdays you get woke bros with waz and nando on fridays you get growing up the same with black Trey and jason Madison, uh, produced by John Gervais, but this one right here, oh, and I'm sorry, on Mondays, you get Crazy Sexy Cool with Liz, Meek, and B, and I gotta, I wanna start there, I don't know if you guys listened to their episode this week, if you haven't, please go ahead and give it a listen, it dropped on Monday, and uh, they had a lot of interesting things there, 
about uh, squirting, uh, about, yeah, how to squirt. I did not know that women could do things to uh, ease up the squirting process for them, and, and they, they were very educational there. Um, but one of the things that they talked about that I thought was really interesting was the uh, Quavo and Sweetie revealed like how Quavo, Quavo slid into her DMs. He put like the little snowflake in there. And now all these women all over, I guess the internet are getting snowflakes in their DMs by broke ass niggas. Um, but I was wondering, what's the craziest thing you've done to shoot your shot? Whether it's a DM, whether it's in person, whether it's to a friend, whatever it was, what's the craziest thing you've done? To shoot your shot. Um, the craziest thing? Probably just yeah. the eyeball emoji, bro. I ain't never. I don't think I ever graduated to some other shit. I seen niggas roll a ball, like put the dot, dot, dot with a soccer ball. Like, oh, I lost it in here. Niggas is creative, bro. But like that snowflake shit was probably like the most iciest and funniest shit because niggas was sending it to uh, Ross. And then niggas send it to like hella chicks, bro. Like it was, I mean, you know, you might, you might actually, you might actually strike gold, but most niggas is losing their um privilege to DM women too. How's that happen? They, what, they, block yeah, you, they, right? they block you or they, um, yeah, yeah, pretty ass. much you get blocked. My dumb ass, I was like, wait, they could take away your DM privileges? Sick. <laughs> like in general. <laughs> uh, Jerv, what's the craziest thing you shot, the craziest way you shot your shot? Um, It would probably, I, I didn't do anything wild like in a DM, but I mean, it would have to be DM, right? Because, I mean, that's about as, because anything we did as a kid with like having somebody say something to somebody, whatever the case may be, that was just the norm. So for me, it was just like sliding in the DM. I never, I have yet to do what Trey did, the, the eyeballs. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually say something. Eyeballs, you know eyeballs what I mean? You know uh, what? Actually, before mm-hmm. Insta DM, which was an app for Instagram, I went back like 67 weeks on a chick's page. Like, 20 this was 2012 bro because you couldn't dm oh i've done that this, this and, is back before back, yeah, back before uh and back you before would, android users could use you leave Instagram. your number and then you delete it real quick after she get it nice. so that's that's 2012 yeah bro well played i like yeah. that leave your uh, leave. the what the wildest thing i ever did was i walked up to a girl and i said to her she was talking to this dude and then the dude left this was in vegas Beautiful girl. This girl was gorgeous. She was talking to this dude, and he was like a little chubby, overweight. Yeah, like jeans. He had his shirt tucked in, short sleeve shirt with a pocket, uh, a chest pocket. Like this dude was just a herb, right? So as soon as he goes to the bathroom or whatever, I slide right up and say, "Hey, what's a pretty girl like you talking to a dude like that, man?" And she said. Oh, you know, he's got a great personality. I said, personality? I got a great personality. Come on, you can do so much better. <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, no, he's got a great personality. Do you have a great personality? And I said, oh, 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 no, I got no personality. Because I realized she was hooking. Yeah. And my man didn't go to the bathroom. He went to the Etienne, Etienne, Etienne. To- <laughs> To cash out, 
And so Andre Iguodala. Yes, yes, and yeah. <laughs> no wiping in the club at all. Moral of the story is I shot my shot. Like I was, a, I thought it was a pretty aggressive move, but uh, my target was uh, not quite probably what I should be going for. <laughs> you, you, you didn't necessarily need to uh, shoot your no, shot. No, I didn't. It could, it could have been way more. Yeah, I could have called timeout. <laughs> she shot at his wallet. <laughs> Point being, though, uh, crazy, sexy, cool. It is on the Bomb Network. It comes out on Mondays. Three beautiful. Sexy mothers who live in Las Vegas. That's right. They are mothers, but they still live in their life. I believe B just came back from Tulum, where she had uh, a girl's trip out there. Lots of funny stories. I laughed a lot. Listen to the podcast. You guys should listen to it, too, if you don't already. Uh, but for us, today we got three different pieces of content we're going to talk about as always, we'll tell you where you can watch them. But if you didn't watch them, don't worry. We have a way of making this shit interesting. We have Lovecraft Country, which we've been following on HBO. There's only two, one episode left after this week. Uh, we have a new miniseries that we're watching called John. Oh, it's called, uh, what's it called? Sure, I keep fucking up. It's not called John Brown. It's about John Brown. This was no. The Good Bird it's, or something like that. The Lord Bird. Good Lord Bird. Yeah, Good yeah. Lord Bird. Y'all had me searching yeah. John yeah. Brown and I was striking. Yeah, but you know, John that. Brown Showtime, it comes up. Like that's that's how I found it. Yeah. Uh but we're gonna start with a movie that's out on HBO Max. Um it's not on the HBO app, it's not on HBO regular, it's on HBO Max. It's called Charm City Kings. Uh, it's produced by Will Smith's company, Overbrook Entertainment, which I believe that's a high school, ain't it? Jerb, Oberbrook. Yeah. Yes, sir. It, it stars uh, Meek Mill, and I don't think it stars anyone else that I've ever heard of. Uh, the, yo, the, the, the mom looks She familiar. did look familiar, but I just, I could not recognize anybody. I'm going to say this before everybody descends with their, it's a boring movie, but it's not a bad movie, if that makes sense. Like, it wasn't corny to me. I didn't think it was corny, and I didn't think it was like just oh my god shoddily done i thought the actors all did a great job i just thought it was a boring ass story maybe it's because i'm not into bikes it's a very like biker boy type movie um and, and so that might be it but trey you said something in the group chat that i was thinking the entire time in the movie but i was like man i i don't want to be that guy i won't bring it up i just that's something that's an observation you keep to yourself and then I realized we all had the same observation, which is the Baltimore accent. Very hard. Very hard on the ears. A lot of two and you and you. It's funny. I thought the movie was actually in Philly up until someone started talking. Like, oh, no, this is Baltimore. So, Trey, you asked the question to the Internet. What was the question? So what city has the worst accent? Not the best. The worst. And I'm getting some interesting answers. What do, what do people say? So, Baltimore, and it's not even close. <laughs> Easy. Boston, mass holes. Ooh, yeah, the Boston white guy Boston accent. accent is pretty bad. Somebody <laughs> said Baltimore. <laughs> Again, be more in Boston, which seems like it's going to be the most popular answer. They right. want to see Toronto, but then it says, Toronto. but it's also the best. So... They kind of got a love hate with that, Toronto? and then this might offend Jerv, but it says Philly hoagie mouth. 
I don't know what, what is that, that means. Hold on, Derv, what does Philly hoagie mouth mean? I have never heard Philly so hoagie that, mouth ever. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got nothing for it. Except for the fact that we we call everything that y'all call subs and everything, they're actually called hoagies, which is, I don't understand why you guys call them subs or uh, uh, heroes or whatever. It's shaped like a submarine, bro. Yeah, that's personal. It's a hoagie, bro. But I'm saying shaped like a submarine. That's, that's why they why. call it that. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. No, I'm, also, listen, I'm not here to fight. I'm not a sandwich. I'm not... Earl the sandwich, bro. Like, I don't care about the name of a sandwich that bad. Hey, hey, I'm, not, <laughs> so I'm, got, not try, I'm not trying to date it. I'm just trying so to. We got, trying to <laughs> yeah, we got Manchester uh, from from from, from uh, Ben Harrison. Oh, uh, like Manchester, like England. England. Yeah, they, okay. they do have an ugly accent. White Philly. Some light flex. What is White Philly? Um, White Philly would be uh, a hip. And I, Who's someone hmm. famous who has a white Philly accent? Wahlberg, right? It's a very much. No, no, not not white. Not, not Wahlberg. No, he's from Boston. He's from Boston. Um, it's a very. Um, actually, it's, it's like a it's like an Italian New York kind of accent. Okay. But like, with just a little more extra, like. Um, people say we have a southern accent compared to up. Up north in New York and all of them, so I guess it would be with like a little bit southern of southern twang to a Italian twang to it, whatever. whatever. But I, yo, I can't stand that fucking the accent. white Philly accent. Oh my god, yeah, it just it it just it just it's, it just screams. <laughs> yeah, it's very triggering, bro. Like, and then, you know, I'm, I'm not saying everybody is or whatever, but it's just very that 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 area where you find that accent. It's it's not. It's been, I mean, probably since I was a kid, there's always been some sort of like racial, yeah. uh, some racial shit going on down there. Not, e- not even just on like black people or like brown people, like even just amongst like white people. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Like it's, it's the weirdest Shout out area. to white Philly. Uh, what, else, what else we got, Trey? Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't know what a Cincinnati I don't know what a Cincinnati uh, accent sounds Never like been. either. Alabama. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that shit sound boof. It's country, yeah. And then country. it's cool. It's not, it it's not the worst. But it's uh, it ain't the worst. Sheboygan, what is that? Oh, Wisconsin. Oh. Wisconsin like so, I, I've been watching Fargo a lot lately, right? I've been through the first three seasons because season four is on right now. But all the people from Minnesota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, mm-hmm. oh dear, yeah, like it, it is. It's pretty bad. It's not the worst, but it's pretty bad. So easy call is going to be Austin and Baltimore is what we came up with. Yeah. Now, we had a live show in Boston. I don't have no problem with Boston like that. The accent is pretty nasty because I think about the departed. The you know padded. what I'm saying? Departed. And then obviously Baltimore, I think about The Wire. That was a good movie, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is the, one of the best TV shows. But like I couldn't imagine messing with a shorty from Baltimore. Yeah, that has, like shows? Is it one of the best TV shoes? Shoes. <laughs> Yo, man. The first time I went to Maryland, I'll never forget. I went to Wendy's and I ordered the nuggets. And the girl tell, asked me, what kind of Seuss do you want? And I was like, what? Like, what kind of Seuss do you want? I was like, what the fuck? Dr. Seuss? Like, what are you talking about? Say, Seuss, Wait, she was Seuss. trying to say sauce? She was trying to say sauce, man. But she's looking oh, at no. me like I'm an idiot. Seuss. Oh, no. What's Seuss? Like, for your nuggets. Barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> honey mustard. <laughs> I, like, I always oh, think about Seuss. I always think about Snoop from the Wire. Yeah, because that, cause that act, I didn't mind Come her accent. 
No, nah, but it was really strong. Like yes. it was like Snoop and yeah. Because Snoop and was like, actually from Baltimore. Snoop was actually a hitter yeah. from Baltimore, not an actress. Look, I ain't got no, I ain't got no problem with. Much love to Baltimore. It is just Atlanta too. You went to college in Atlanta. Could you explain yeah. Atlanta? Because like when Atlanta really get the fuck off, when they like, like Ti, when he really home home. Sure. I don't I, know what I don't know what I, he be saying. I, I like I I understand it, and to me, it actually sounds funny. They make me laugh. I always think about uh, my man uh, Barry Boomhauer. Right? What's up, Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill? Oh no, no, not Boomhauer. No, man. Boomhauer. By the way, if you watch King of the Hill with subtitles on, uh, and he actually says words. I never knew that. I thought they were just fucking around, and he's just mumbling. But he's actually saying words, and when you hear it and you read the words, like, oh yeah, he is saying that shit. So shout out to King of the Hill for that. Yeah, man, I think about my man Barry Hefner. You know, uh, he's he's he works at Dreamville. He's one the manager for JID, for Earth Gang, a couple other acts or whatever. But he's got like what I would call a very typical Atlanta accent, and them niggas always make me laugh, man, because they're always it's always funny to me. Um, I'm surprised L.A. didn't make the list. For the longest time, man, all we did was whenever someone said they were from LA, all we did was start, oh, you gonna get in the core? Oh, <laughs> we just love making fun of that accent. That one and New Orleans. I like it's, I don't even, it don't sound like English half the time, man. New Orleans and LA were just like, really? That's how y'all really talk, man? Um, I mean, y'all do feel like, New Yorkers do feel like they, the most American of all, or just clear ear. It's but it's a very clear. Yes, it is. It is. Nah, it ain't great either. Your shit it ain't great either. It's just. It's just got the attention, and a lot of people come from there too. That's how I look at it. Like especially like rap, a lot of stuff that's yeah. popular. You gonna hear a New York accent before you hear anything else. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it comes yeah. to natural ear. If you go to even out the country, you're gonna be like, oh, that's a. American accent versus right. us, like how Sebastian Taffer was saying on um, Through the Fire. He like, if you ain't from New York, you a country boy. Pretty much. I mean, we looked at guys. No offense, jerk, but Philly, we're like you country. Or in, <laughs> I mean, in another way, calling him Bama. He Bama as hell. Bama's. Well, I call I call someone a Bama the other. Day. Oh, I call Jason Jones a Bama. Uh, why did I call him a Bama? He, he took offense. I was like, yeah, no. Oh, wait. Oh, we're talking about pizza. Talking about pineapple on the pizza, and my home. You remember Sharika, right? Uh, Jerv? Sharika, yeah, East York, yeah. At, at ESPN Radio. She might still be there, to be honest. No, I think she's at the undefeated now. But Sharika was talking about, I love pineapple on pizza, and, and there's nothing you can say about it. And Ryan Hans was like, Yeah, I told you, I mean, da da da. And then Sharika says, Yeah, but I don't have tomato sauce on my pizza. And I'm like, Because I'm allergic. I'm like, then you don't get to be in this yeah, conversation. That's, that's a Sharika. different type like, of vibe, bro. You, you ain't got, got tomato you sauce. You gotta on it. sit down. If, the I moment you say, say it's, it's like me judging sushi and I'm allergic to shellfish. Like I'm by virtue of my allergy, I'm out of this conversation. I will say you can't though, take my word. Um, pineapple and Canadian bacon is very LA. I don't know why, because I used to be my favorite pizza. That oh, used to be my so. That used to be my Ron favorite Holland pizza when was I was a claiming kid. Claiming this shit, and I'm like, I've never heard yeah, anybody say so, this. So, so it's. It's pineapple and Canadian bacon. It's called Hawaiian. But I actually thought it was fire when I was a little kid. And then I jumped off of that shit once it's like, it's because it's ham and pineapple on cheese. Like, I I, I mean, I I wouldn't do it now. Huh? 
No, Jerv Jer is trying to process. Two things. One, I don't really feel like anybody's fighting y'all for the Hawaiian pizza. Like, like if y'all saying y'all made y'all got that. No, nah, I, I don't think I don't think, that, I don't think we claiming it like that. But I'm just saying, like in general, like Domino's used to be like, yo, Hawaiian, or you say Canadian bacon, which is is not really it's Canadian bacon and pineapple. Damn. That's it, and it's like really the ham kind of like twisted on like some bullshit on top of the cheese and melted, and you looking like, all right. And as a little kid, it was like. Just me trying out different toppings. I think I was pumped off of it. But like as an adult, that shit is trash. Cause I don't like Hell sweet no. on my cheese now. Like it would it, it fucks up everything. I don't like my cheese being sweet. So pineapple being pineapple now in general just like makes me like ugh, I can't fuck with pineapple. I, well, I don't even understand how y'all do that. Like I I I can't even I can't even fix myself to, to say I'm gonna eat pineapples on my pizza. Like I see people get it. Teach his own. But you know what I grew on? Um, What's that? Mushrooms. I hated mushrooms as a kid. I grew on yeah, mushrooms. I mushrooms. I hate olives. Like, if you bring olives, like, you have to sneak olives on me. And what I mean by that is, like, it has to be, like, mixed in with cheese or something like that. Why do black people make enchiladas with olives? They don't have it. They They're not supposed to. No. That's no. Not right. No. <laughs> You go to a listen. You go to a Mexican restaurant. There's gonna be no olives in there, bro. Black people love. I don't know how we created that. You go to your auntie house, nigga. It's an olive. Like you gonna find all kind of shit that enchilada. They ain't supposed to be. Long. Black people done found a way to make their own type of fucking enchiladas. I love it though. They're just they're just throwing shit in there. They're Surprise! Just some more shit in there. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> the fact that I always I went to go to the nah for real because I my one of my best friends is is, is uh, Mexican. I was like, bro. Y'all making this shit wrong. How I'm telling them they making this oh, shit wrong. Man. I'm like, bro, oh, this shit ain't right. This is like uh, uh, Chris Cody, one of the, the producers on the Levitard show, was trying to tell everybody else that picadillo, which is a very Cuban dish, has raisins in it. <laughs> bro, that day, I, I, I was in the studio. I was like, oh, bro, they about to roast his ass now. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. But, but if you don't know the Levitar show, pretty much Chris is the only white guy there. Like in that in that uh, the team of producers, Billy is Cuban, uh, Mike is um, Cuban and Dominican, I believe, and uh, Roy is black. So basically, Chris on his own right here, and and like he told them how they make it, and then he included like it was the whitest ingredient he could have gone with. Raisins. Oh my god. Why wow. raisins do not go in anything? They they really don't. I mean there's, raisin a, there's brand? like a handful of yeah, things. Raisin what, brand? What, what, I, mean, I mean outside of cereal and and, and, I, I and do muffins, like raisin brand, raisin brand crunch. And and like maybe raisin bread, but like when did we start who mm. who was a genius to think that they could sneak raisins in Food. I'm gonna tell you, because like, I, because what is it like, coleslaw and shit that they be putting it in? Oh my god, they put it in potato salad. They love putting in the potato salad. Who does that shit? Why? That doesn't even make sense. Who do that? White people? White people. Ah, oh, come people. on, bro. Yeah. No, no. That's why. That's why we don't be letting them no. bring the potato salad. No, that's foul. Hey, Rob, I know you. I know you on the ones and twos. What's a dish that white people have fucked up for you? fucked up for me well just for your culture you know like a dish that is popular yeah. in your culture and you're like nah bruh oh wow 
how do you fuck up flan? Amin, Amin will fight you over flan too. By the way, he loves flan. They make it with jello. Try to make it like a jello, and it, uh, when you make a flan, uh, you kind of have to bake it. You know what I'm saying? But they they make it like a jello in the sense of like trying to be like a gelatin type. You know, yeah. Like a flan is kind of like a a cheesecake, but softer. Soft yeah. texture to a cheesecake, and white people try to bake it like a flan and make it real jiggly. It's no. Shout out to my Spanish people, oh. but I do not fuck with flan. What? I mean, we have this argument every flan. time, bro. Because you I would know. post the flan. There's different kinds, so you can have like a really sweet kind. You can have a really like a strong savory kind. Like for me, I don't like Dominican flan because that shit is mad sweet. Like, I don't fuck with it at all. But, like, for me, like, Puerto Rican, like, the way my family does it, it's it's just a standard, you know, we don't put, like, extra mad shit in it. I know some people do, like, um, I forget what the fuck it is. It's, like, some little some little cinnamon sticks that they bake in with it. I'm just like, no. Nah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, I know Amin will post that shit. Every time he posts it, I'll be like, yo, that shit is trash. This is he will Cuban. go. That's he Cuban will go. Flag, I mean? Yeah, Cuban. Cuban flag. Okay. Yeah. So that's I mean, a little, I mean, bit, a little different. It's not as it's not as sweet though. Like a Dominican flan is really sweet. So when sweet. I get to when I get to New York, Rob, you're gonna listen. I'll pay. I'll pay your family, whoever it is, bro, for a <laughs> slice of the flan, secret recipe, whoever it may be, bro. And then you I'm gonna have, give my hey, my grandma make that. My grandma make flan just to make flan. All right, tell her it's just a a, a housewarming gift for me, and then I'm gonna give my review. And if you're here around Christmas time, you get the cup of Coquito, too, on the side. Oh, Ooh, Coquito. Coquito. Shout out to Coquito, man. Hey. Shout out to Coquito, yeah. I might just need you to bring the Coquito. Yeah, the Coquito. You want the Coquito? Yeah, I'm not a fan of like, the milky alcohol. What? Like, it's cool. I got wavy, bro. I like, Can we talk about East Coast liquor? Yeah. Let's talk about East Coast liquor. Let me tell you. Let me, I told this story before. is up there with me. Coquito a, is up there with me. Uh-huh. What else? Um, E&J? Nah, I can't. So that's my. So you know what's funny? E&J is my mom's favorite drink. Really? Really? Oh, I don't man, know why she's awesome. not a Hennessy person, bro. Like, I don't no, know. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. For me, E&J was the first liquor I drank. Irk and jerk. And Irk and jerk. Easy Jesus, right? And so I remember, like, because <sighs> I was drinking with my cousin and my and uh, his friends, or not my friends, or whatever. Uh, and we literally used to go sit at the bottom of a building like on the back entrance where the laundry room is a random building. Nobody lived in that building that we knew and, and we drink there and we call it the spot. And my little cousin Eve would always say, man, I can't wait till I'm old enough to go to the spot. Cause he thought it was like a club. He didn't know we were just literally like sitting on the, on the corner and drinking. Right. <laughs> so, but anyways, I, I, I was drinking E&J and I was like, okay, I think now I'm, I'm going to be a drinker. I went back to college and I was like, I'm a drinker now. And I remember we went to the club. And I went to the bar and I asked for an E&J. And the guy was like, we don't have E&J. And I'm like, what kind of establishment doesn't carry it? I, was, I could not understand. I didn't know it was like, it wasn't all that or whatever. The other thing was, I didn't know what chasers were. Because we used to drink it straight. So, so we literally, I literally didn't know what a chaser was. I was like, what? Like, you guys are mixing it with like soda? Why? Someone said, we got to go get chasers. Like, what are chasers? So... But E&J, I feel like E&J is a very East Coast. I didn't, I didn't, that's funny to me that your mom likes it because I would think it's a very East Coast drink. So it's, it's such a, it gets, it gets a bad rep when you think of like, yeah, because they just think of it like in a poverty way. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously we got so many scammers, bro, on our side that 
everybody rides the hot hand of whatever the rappers say. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, like right. you don't really there's no livelihood because my very first drink was 151 and pineapple. So like oh, that was the 151. It was terrible, by the way. I remember um, I went I went through a 151 phase because I convinced my buddies like yo, 151 is so much stronger. It's more bang for the buck. It costs the same as regular alcohol. Why are yeah. we paying for 80 proof and we can get 151? Yeah, I mean, that's terrible, bro. I'm sorry that you even was convincing cats like that, just tearing a hole. <laughs> the the, the thing what I've also learned, too, is that when people want to take shots, they're miserable. You know what I mean? When you buy shots for people, you just want them to feel miserable, too. Because there's nothing... I have never seen somebody smile off a shot. It's always the worst face fucking ever. Like, you're like, yeah, nigga, I just got a divorce. All right, nigga, I got the first round. And you like, all right, cool. And you go... And then everybody's like, ah. Like, Ugh. I've never seen one happy person. If you're... If somebody's smiling after taking a shot, they're a serial killer. By the way, shout out to Trey, who posted the video after the bubble was over. With the magnum bottle of Michelob Ultra, he just said, shout out to Michelob, and then just took it to the head, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Trey. Getting after it, bro. Listen, that's 105 days of content, man. Shouts to Michelob, man. You know. What happens to, what happens to the Bubble Life account now? I mean, hopefully, archive-wise, I hope people can go back and look back at this as, you know, as a good time, or if we get another bubble. Who yep. knows? It comes you back. Know? It comes, back it comes life. right back. So do not unfollow. Stick around. Did, did y'all do a greatest hits? So we Have just did done? a send. We just we just sent off Miami, respectively. Okay. So, you know. All right. We, we do our gone fishing, which we we gave TNT a run for their money, and then uh, we got a special announcement coming up too. That's going to be uh, pretty well received. So dope. Dope. Shout out to Bubble Life. Um, does anyone have anything to say about Charm City Kings? I like. I just thought it was. Boring. I, I really, honestly, I would say it's better than uh, what was the biker movie back in the biker day? Biker Boys. Biker it's Boys. better than Biker yes. Boys. That was corny. Yes. Yeah, it was better than Biker Boys, and like again, shouts to Baltimore. Um, shouts to the bikers that really do this shit. Um, it's a positive, you know. Shouts to McMill. He, I thought he did a really good job as far as his acting and what he was trying to portray and be in that positive role. But again, <laughs> if you're trying. Jerv, we too old for this. We too old for this. You supposed to be promoting this right now, bro. But if you a hood dude and you not from that culture and you from another, like if you from the South, you from the West, I would say maybe if you from the Midwest, you're not going to fuck with this movie at all. Like you're going to tease the movie. You're going to tease the movie for the accents. You're going to not right. understand why this little kid fucking keeps getting in trouble, which kids do get in trouble all the fucking time. Right. And then also... You know, huge spoiler alert. Meek take they didn't never ex, they left out prime example. It's two hours of a movie and they left out the example of why Meek is looking out for him. Obviously, he knew his brother, but like, what's the relationship between the cop, the yeah. brother? Like the main shit of why everybody doing so much for Lil Mouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also wanting Mouse to it remind me of Above the Rim when fucking Kyle Watson kept fucking up. And then yeah. Shep takes the bullet and he gets to go to college or some stupid shit, you know? But I don't know, man. Jerv? For two hours, that's that's a hot look. Two hours is long. That's a long time to commit that's to a, a movie. a long time. Of, of not a whole lot happened. Coronavirus, two hours, too. It's <laughs> <Okay>. not, <laughs> hey, coronavirus, two hours is five hours on the low. Because oh that's a that different pandemic, type of that two hours. Time. It's a panoramic. 
as as gonna say panoramic. <laughs> I love I love hood niggas, man. That nigga said it's a panoramic. We need our money. Germs. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was what was your um, I mean, I thought the movie was 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 crazy boring. Um, I thought it was ass, kind of sorta. Um, but I, you know, I, I I did I did like the bikes, but I meant that might just be the Philly in me. Like I thought all that bike shit was dope. Um, that shit really is like you know I grew up seeing you know cats ride or whatever the case may be, family members ride or whatever. So that was always interesting. I just never did it. So that part was dope. But um, yeah, they 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 make you wait. What it was like a two hour movie. An hour and a half in, you finally find out why Meek's helping, helping dude out. You don't find out what the cops doing. You know what I mean? Like, and then what what happened to my man's in them? Uh, the uh, the other the other part of the bike gang, like they just they oh. just disappear. Like home, homie, the other kid just yeah. disappears and goes, and we just he, like it's just yeah. weird. Like I, I, yeah. like I said, it wasn't it wasn't it was just it's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's just boring to me. That. Like I, yeah, yeah. I I went in and I was like watch them do some whack ass shit or whatever, and I was like nah they, it wasn't like it wasn't whack it wasn't corny it just wasn't interesting you know like, that's probably why it's on HBO Max and not like on HBO but you know shout out shout out to whoever made it I hope you get another opportunity to make more stuff and and shout out to all the actors like that's the one thing I was really impressed because I kept waiting to want I wanted to roast the actors. For being terrible, and I was like, "Nah, they're actually doing a good job. They're doing a good job." So I can't be mad at that. Um, I, I, oh, the outside of the kids reminded me of the kids from The Shy. Like I feel like they just literally said, "Like we need a trio," and somebody yeah. watched The Shy, and they literally just yeah. Paid. We get a get a let me get a fat kid, and let me get a, <laughs> a kid with yeah. braces about that life, and then a dark skinned kid that this, 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 this really a good right. kid. On yeah, the he likes animals. <laughs> um, you know, what doesn't feature great acting Lovecraft country. Jesus Christ. These overacting <laughs> ass niggas, man. If I wish I could see my face on this, bro. When you said that, I thought this yeah. was the best, most explanatory episode. This was the it best was- one. I actually didn't think this one was that bad. They did keep it <laughs> I'll take a Jerv that bad. Because if Jerv say it's not that bad, that means it was actually a, a solid one. Between no, don't, we're not going Tick that taking far. off his glasses every time he's upset. <laughs> like, and then he kind of blink hard. Uh, 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 the Omar from The Wire with Montrose like crying in every scene. He doesn't even just stay crying. He's just crying the whole time. Eyes wide open, tears coming out, and his mouth open. That's every scene in this show. And don't even get me started on fucking Letty. Like, she can't have an emotion. She can't have an emotion that doesn't have her bug-eyed and shaking and, like, shaking her face. I laugh every time she's kind of, like, trying to be dramatic. It's funny. It is comical to me. I guess to kind of explain some stuff in this episode where they go back in time, they go get the book from... Uh, what's his name's mama's house or I guess his grandma's house or whatever. I don't Montrose. know. So listen, we get the actual, we get the actual, Tulsa, yeah, it was Tulsa, right? so we actually get the, the handshake emoji yeah. where we got another show meets another show and they yeah. shake hands. We got Watchmen and Lovecraft, the same Tulsa massacre. That's um, where they were at. And obviously it's like Lovecraft, Watchmen, Back to the Future in the Middle. That's what we got. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that's where we were at. It's just pretty much watching, you know, you know, Doc and Marty watching Future Self. Like that's you, Marty. You know what I mean? Like that's your mom. Don't run into yeah. him. And probably, you know, I, I tried to take the seriousness of it because it was some. It was some obviously. You know, I, I do the storytelling that they're trying to give. I, I understand that part, and like sometimes it's just kind of like a stretch because the I mean, science, the fiction shit is just kind of wild with the time traveling and let it. Uh, hair going blue and shit like that. Like it, it's a it's a wild it's a wild I, show. Here's my question. She stormed. Yeah, now? she stormed. That's exactly what it looked like. Oh god, her eyes were white and electricity was coming like. It, they're borrowing heavily off of stuff. But uh, to me, what I didn't understand was this is, you know, uh, Montrose, like, this is where the white guys jumped us and they shoot Thomas in the head. Thomas is his little gay friend, I guess. And so I'm like, but then um, uh, my brother and, um, my, and, and uh, your mom come and they rescued me. And then some dude comes and, you know, says, I got this kid or whatever. And, and he looks like, down and the bat. And, yeah, and, he, and then he, like, he beat everybody ass, whatever. And I'm watching, I'm like, hold up. Didn't this nigga just shoot somebody? Why am I sitting here watching a guy swing a bat? And why am I fighting? Why am I like, bang, bang, bang? Yeah, one done. bullet, bro. Like yeah, Aaron one Burr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! You remember that commercial? Aaron Burr! Aaron Burr! Yeah. Milk, uh, the milk the, commercial. The milk right? commercial. Shout out to that, nigga. That's classic, by the way. That Give me my classic. ding, too, Rob. Even yeah, if we that... still do those. I don't know if we still do those. Yeah, yeah I need my ding. Yo, man. Aaron Burr, that's a good one. <laughs> nah, man. I'm just, I, like, I just, again, like, I, I watch this show and. I'm annoyed by the way they talk. I'm annoyed by the, the storylines. I'm annoyed by how the characters behave. Um, here's a question, though. So in one scene, uh, Letty is talking to Tick's grandmother. Grandma. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And explaining to her, and because they're under attack and the house is on fire. She's like, I got to get out of here. I'm not going to see her and die. And Letty says, you can't change anything because if you do, might impact whether Tick lives and if Tick doesn't live, then uh, maybe my baby doesn't get born or whatever. If you were approached by a time traveler who is basically, <clears throat> you're their ancestor, right? And let's just assume they say enough stuff to prove, okay, I believe that you are who you say you are. Would you risk your life so that they might be born? Not even risk your life. Would you sacrifice your life so that they might be born? It's going to take hell of a lot to convince me. That was too easy. She took the L way, way too, too easy. easy. She was like, a word? I bet. Let me grab this book. Oh, you pregnant? <laughs> okay. I <laughs> bet. I know, I know a woman with child. She felt it. She got them vibes, nigga. She was like, oh, she ain't lying about this baby. And she Look. dressed wrong. Look at her hair. <laughs> Look at her shoes. <laughs> You see, he was sniffing her out. What you doing? What you doing in there? What's up with them shoes? Yeah. She had the, she had the Jordan 8 on with the wings. Yeah, I, remember, I, was, I was looking at you when she was running down the block from the white people. I'm like, how is she this? running with a baby the, like that? She got she wheels. Got, I'll tell you how. The Air Max 95. The latest technology in sneakers. <laughs> now, I'm just like, yo, man. Like, there's just a, a lot going on there. And I'll be honest with you. If someone came to me and said, well, first of all, someone came to me and said, I mean, I'm your great-grandson. That's one thing. But if someone came to me and said, yo, I mean, I go out with your great-grandson, 
I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, I believe you 100%. I don't give a fuck if that nigga alive or not. Like, you need to get out of my face. I'm not about to die right here because so you can live. How do I know you ain't a piece of shit? Like, how do I know you ain't? Like, I know how I'm living my life. I know how I'm raising my kids. I don't know how you are, man. You're just a stranger to me. Get, get the hell out of my face. No chance. There's no chance. I, it's like, I believe you. I'm not dying today. We're going to have to take that risk. On yeah. the other hand, what Montrose was trying to do, that was fucked up. Like, Montrose was like, I got to save him. And Tick is like, if you save him, I might not exist. And, and Montrose was like, that's a risk I'm willing to take. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what kind of thing? We know each other, man. You didn't even hold that dude's hand, man. <laughs> Oh my God! What yeah. a goddamn show, but man! I think it went back to obviously that was kind of the foreshadowing. I mean, went back to like the foreshadowing of Letty actually the burning f- in the crib. So if you're yeah. a smart nigga, you know what I'm saying. Well, hold on, man. I'm. I just got one question. How come she was so fast in the beginning when everybody was shooting her, right? But then when it's she when got popped like, too on the low. Right, she got popped. She yeah. ate that shit. She, you know, what I mean? she kept it moving. But when you now you got the book and you're trying to get back, all you gotta do is get back. Why do you? Why must one? Because she was gangster, so bro. It was like Moses or some shit holding the tab- the, the two tabernacles, nah, bro. Dog, you, bro, look, we waiting no, on exactly, you. Yo. The shit might come out in But I know, but like, still, you know, like we trying to get the fuck listen, out of here. You know, you know the show. Listen, you know the show had to be dramatic, my nigga. They gave her the yay that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I should feel niggas is dropping bombs on her literally. They should have played bombs over Baghdad on that shit. Yo, you know what? I say for as much as I just shat on that, that was dope seeing like the bombs and shit. Cause that was like the that was gangster. Yeah, well, not even that. Like, like being that that's something that no one ever talks about. Like, I don't really remember what they did in Watchmen, but no one ever does it. So, for like, you know what I mean? For them to reenact it that way, I know that's not exactly how it yeah. happened. But some you people I mean? probably but lost their it's lives. Based like off, that. It's based yeah. off. It's based off yeah. that. It's based off that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I thought, for as much as I'm trying to play, that I did actually think that scene was dope. I saw, it would just would have been better shooting yeah. rain. Like. You could slow mo run her through the fire. I think yeah. she, I, th- I think she was just, just, and I'm giving, and maybe I'm giving it too much benefit of the doubt, but I think she was just too shook about that whole experience of watching Tick's grandma just evaporate. Bro. Also, she like, yo, you didn't see the aliens come out the ground. Yeah. Seeing your grandma die, eh, one, two. I, I, I'm not sure about this. Okay, I've never seen anyone burn to death, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't look like that. Hey, just when, I think, still, about, like, when I think about people dying, I always think about, is it backdraft where homie tried to jump over the fire yeah. and he throws the person in yeah. and he just dies and incinerates and he's like, yeah. like, yeah, I've never seen anybody. I mean, I don't want to see anybody. Yeah, I don't want to see it either, but, I, but I, I feel like you wouldn't just stand still and scream in someone's she face. Didn't, yeah, she was just standing there just eating that shit, just getting mm-hmm. melted like a fucking chocolate bar. Also, if I'm if I'm letting... It's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> ain't chocolate, that's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> I'm Letty. Do I not just say, all right, I'm going to holler at you, though. <laughs> and just leave. Like, Why are you standing there watching this shit to, all the way to the end? Staring at it. Stay, she thought it was a Marvel movie and like something was going to happen after the credits. <laughs> Which shit it is? It is Marvel. Nick Fury comes <laughs> show up with the iPad talk, hey. talking about. Oh, my God. The Avengers yo. initiative. She was holding that hand for the longest. She, it would have been gangster if she just would have had the hand still. And just was like. 
You know, like, like you just like, touch some hot head shit. Like, like ah. Terminator? Like yeah. Terminator? <laughs> like the hand still, the hand still raw and not melted. <laughs> Yo. Um, uh, yeah, I just don't like seeing black people die in TV shows, though, but. You know, well, a lot, a lot of them died in the last episode. Yeah, man, you're right, <laughs> All right, bro. So, moving on to our next show, the what's it called again? Lovebird, Freebird, <laughs> John Brown, the good, the good bird. You pick the show, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's that. I call it John Brown. It's 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 a good bird. I mean, good lord, uh, bird. There's a like bird that. in there. All yeah. right. Good Lord like, Bird, because that's the bird, bird that yeah that he finds. Oh shit. yeah, the Good Lord Bird. Oh my God, I didn't even realize that that was the name of the show. <laughs> He's talking about the bird. <laughs> so let me let me start with this. Do you guys do you, prior to watching this, did you guys know the story of John Brown? No, never, never heard of no. it. Never ever heard of it. Okay, I heard of John Brown. He was an abolitionist and like he was very religious, but he he felt like violent a violent upheaval was the only way to free slaves. I didn't know any details. So as I'm watching this show, at some point I want to sit down and actually read and learn uh, more about this guy and what he was about because I don't know you know, how much of this is just fiction and how much of it is real. I know obviously him freeing slaves and killing slavers is real. So um, uh, I thought one, one of the great scenes in the first episode, first of all, so there is... The scene, the show opens with him at a saloon slash barber shop, and um, he's obviously known among the slaving community that this dude is out here freeing slaves or whatever. So the guy walks in and kind of challenges him. He ends up shooting up the place, but in the uh, in the process, he the guy who was cutting his hair was a slave gets killed. And so his young son, John Brown, takes him. Except John Brown thinks he's a girl. <laughs> and call and nicknames him Onion. And everyone after that thinks he's a girl. And so the note I wrote was, poor little nigga, everyone thinks he's a bitch. <laughs> to, the, to the point where like John Brown asks, Have you bled yet? <laughs> and I just I just started dying. But I, I, it made me think of this. What's something that someone was mistaken about you, but you just went along with? Because obviously, you know, I'm not blaming the kid. He has to go along. This is slavery times, and you know the the, the backdrop is you never like fi- fix a white person or, or kind of um, correct them because they might kill you over that shit. So you just like go along with whatever because that's survival. But I know we've all been through situations where someone has. Uh, said something that was incorrect about you, but just because you don't want to start something, you just say, hey, you let them go along with it. What's something y'all have gone with? I know for a fact, for instance, for me, people fuck up my name all the time. And sometimes I just like, you know what, just, yeah, you want to call me Ammon? I'm Ammon. I won't, I won't correct them. Ammon is what funny. Are, what are some things? Yeah, it is funny. I mean, that's, that's Tra- the, that's Trevani the, the and book all I that call- shit, you feel me? Trevani? Trevani. But do you correct Trevion? them? Or do you just Absolutely. Let- Absolutely. But what's something that you haven't that you haven't corrected them on? You just went along with it. Travion. It may it doesn't have to be a name. It could be something like, yo, that's my guy Trey. He's from the Bay. And I'm like, actually, I'm not from the Bay at all. But like, because they knew you from something or whatever. Nah. 
I normally step in and correct people. I can't just let that shit ride. I'm not prideful. No. I'm not prideful about Compton like that. Like not crazy, crazy. But I, I'll, I'll step in and say like, yeah, I'm from Compton, not LA. I'll literally, I'm quick to say that. Just to no. let you know, that's two different. What, what's something that you haven't corrected someone in the past? As they're saying this shit about you in front of you, and you're like, yeah, that shit ain't right. I'm with you. It's my last name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it, it doesn't matter what it is. People always get my name wrong. And eventually it's just like, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. over it. You know what I mean? It's cool. Whatever, whatever however you pronounce it, it's cool. Like, Especially you know if I'm I mean? like, so, yeah. I'm not going to see you again. Like, there's only yeah. time I'm like, I, I just don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, oh, this one happens a lot uh, where people will say, he used to be the general manager of the Phoenix Suns. I'm like, I wasn't. So sometimes I let him rock, right? Like, I'm like, you know what? We're getting somewhere with this, so I'm, I'm going to let you rock with that one, sir. Survival. <laughs> uh, other notes I got here where he asked the dude, are you for or against slavery? And they trying to tell him, yo, he's not the dude. He doesn't own any slaves. He just knows the dude that you're looking for. And John Brown says, I would kill his friends and anyone who laughed at his jokes. And I was like, that's gangsters, fuck, man. Like, not only am I going to kill anyone that the dude was friends with or associated with, even if a nigga laughed at his joke once, you gone too. You dead to me too. Um, very 50 cent-ish. Very 50 cent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyone who laughed at his jokes. Uh, when Onion tells... Uh, the one dude that uh, he's going to Lawrence, Kansas, because he wants to sell trim. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he thought trim was something else. Oh my god! Yeah, he was like, "Yo, my man." He's like, "I've trim." He was like, "I like, trim like a dozen, like twelve men." I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." Listen, that's a sick. That's a sick show, man. Sick ass show. That is a sick ass show. But the funniest shit was my man was trying like, Gee, that's not what you think it means. Like, what? <laughs> Don't you correct me? Yes, that's what I mean. I sell trim. He's like, aren't you a little young to sell trim? No, my pa taught me. I'm like, what? And the funny thing is, when he first said it, I was like, eh. but then I thought, oh, you know, this is the 1800s. They didn't talk like that, like us. I didn't know sell trim was a thing back then, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's just they did it for the show. Either way. I love how Onion is 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 mad young, you know, like there's just some shit that motherfucker don't know. Uh, oh, this is what the other thing I wanted to talk about. So after that, obviously, the dude gets real nice to him. And so he sits down and starts telling him about some shit. And Onion's kind of monologue says, men among each other will talk about guns and spit and tobacco. But with a woman, they'll spill their guts about losing their best dog their dreams and their thoughts about constellation. And so what is something that you, Oh, that's because I was listening to crazy, sexy, cool earlier. And that was one of the things about people who slide in the DMS, what do they talk about? And I think Meek was talking about people who come in with emojis or whatever, with foolishness can just go, but the guys who come in and they're talking about like philosophy and kind of like, where they're thinking like that's that's the kind of conversation she enjoys, like an intelligent conversation, and still might get put on scene. But that's, that's but that's my point, Trey. Like I was thinking about like I don't think I have any earnest conversations with women that I'm trying to sleep with. Like if if it's a woman that like I like obviously like 
I have a professional relationship with or we're friends or whatever. Yeah, what we talk about is what we talk about. But if it's like I'm trying to holler at you, like 99% of the shit I'm saying is not sincere at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I tell you know, I tell my let me say this. I pretended to like dogs before. Oh, that's your dog? Oh, what's what's his name? I've done that whole thing. You don't like dogs? It's not that I hate dogs. I'm just like, I'm cool. If your dog is cool, I'm cool. That means he sits over there, I sit over here, we good. You good? Oh, good. All right, okay. Every once in a while, he might come over, you pat him, and you keep him moving. But the niggas that get all excited and, like, no, 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 no. I I don't do none of that. Get off me. Get off me. Don't touch me. So, but I've pretended to tolerate that simply because I was trying to talk to a girl. What is... You weren't you weren't playing with the dog. What's up? Did yeah, you play I did like, with the hey, dog? hey, hey, boy! I did like <laughs> I fucking faked the shit out of it, man. What's something that you faked to get the draws? <laughs> Trey, yo, Trey just licked his fingers. It looked like you were going through a notebook of like, ah, oh, things that I faked. <laughs> To get the draw. Let's no, see, sir. chapter no, sir. seventeen. No sir. no, sir. I was I was cleaning off my laptop. I do not have a manual. Um, but I, I will say, jeez, man, I feel me. I may be trying to get us set up. I mean, y'all, you. I was. Jared, I Jared myself, married now, bro. No, but, but this is saying, all we all talk about. And the you past. just make me. And you just make me feel like a sleaze ball. But no, no. One thing I think I, I faked. Damn. I think I, I think I, I pretended to like some shit. I actually end up like, end, end up like that's the thing. I faked my way into it, and end up enjoying it later. Oh, really? Like, like pretending yeah. to like a dog, and then actually like, like yeah. Waz. Waz yeah. now is a dog guy. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not it anymore. No dog shit like not that R. though. R. It was, R. It, was it was some, sh- it was some shit like. I was art. I art. liked art. I liked, I liked to draw as a kid, but like. I don't think I was crazy about it, like how I how I really. And I remember yeah. it was a chick I was trying to get with, like 2013, 2014, I want to say. And I was like, "Yo, I just dove crazy deep into it for like two weeks." Wow. Nigga. Went to art Studying? museums and shit, fam. Art museums and everything, bro. And then I just really start getting really tapped into it. I was like, oh shit, I actually do like this shit. You know what I'm saying? But it Trey, Trey, but it works. Trey, you know who you are. You know who you are, right? Who? Your under undercover brother. <laughs> Remember when he started go he went in the undercover to go out with a white woman hey. and then like two weeks later, like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, hey man, it's, it's a sicko moment. You slept man. with a white girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, man. I tried I tried to have a different palette of life, man, at that particular time. And um it worked out. Was she white? <laughs> Look at Jared's face, fam. Jared, why you got that face, bro? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was I was expecting a response. My bad. Um, I, I'm I, I'm about to disappoint you. I, I don't have I I don't You've have a story. Always been always real been as a hell, real nigga. No, I've been, no, I've been Jared Jared from day one. <laughs> it ain't no it ain't no chick that, that told me step my game up. No, I'm just, I, I can't think of any time I ever just like acted like I liked something. Cause I, I I'm not good at that. Like oh. it's going to show on my face. Like there's no way I confront that. I feel you. Oh man. I, I, I fronted so many times. And you know, the funny thing is 
once you get past it, it's like, ah, this shit takes off. And then, like, at some point, it's like, I thought you liked dogs. No, nah, not really. Like, <laughs> you do one of them things. But, um, yeah, man, like, I, I like, it's not, not crazy. Like, I don't walk around saying, like, yo, I'm a millionaire. And actually, no, I live with my mom or whatever. I don't do that. But it's like little things, cosmetic things, things that would not get in the way of a relationship, but it would definitely get in the way of entering a relationship. Like, if I said, I don't like dogs, this chick ain't even want to talk to me. But if I pretend to kind of like dogs, maybe we talk and maybe we find out all these other things that we have in common and that we like, and then I can reveal my, my truth. I feel like, yeah, man, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, as long as it's not something devastating, like I have coronavirus <laughs> and I'm hiding it or whatever, then that, that, that's not good. You don't want to lie to people that way. Uh, is there anything else that we want to talk about from John Brown? I, I'm really excited to see where this story goes. I know my man gets hung at the end, but, you know, I, I still want to see the kind of the process of it goes. Oh, uh, there's another thing that happened. You know, obviously, every time I watch slave shows or slave movies and they talk about the power of people knowing that you can read and write. And to the point where he's like, I need to get some paper. And she's like, hell no, I'm not going to get you paper. It's like. Because that is like, why would, as a, you think about it as a slave, why would you need paper? Oh, I was going to make some paper airplanes. No, you're trying to write something. You're trying to fake a pass or whatever. It's crazy because to me, whenever people talk about education gap in this country, it's like, you always got to remember, man, like 200 years ago, whatever, like people were getting killed for being able to read. 150 years ago, people were getting killed for being able to read. We take a lot and of shit for granted that we weren't able yeah, to do man. a long time ago. Absolutely. And, and and the other thing was the part where the judge says, hey, they were trying to forge some passes so they can come back and kill everybody. Well, later on, I found out he was actually right. But at the time, I was like, look at this nigga trumping up the charges, like just building up charges. It's like it's like people talking about the, the protesters. They just want to move into white neighborhoods and kill and rape everybody. Like, no, we don't. We're just trying to, we want equality. But then old girl was like, yeah, I was going to come and kill you first, preacher, and your and your wife. Oh, and she said that she's going to kill the preacher and his wife first? Not because you deserve it, but because I got to prove to my followers that I'm about this life. And then when they hung her, they didn't even hang her. Old girl just walked off the shit. That was, was gangster. That was shit. gangster. Gangster as hell, man. She wouldn't even let them put the bag over her head. She's just like, oh, it's on my neck now? Boom. I bet. Let's do this. Wild. Y'all should watch this show. It's great. And, you know, I'm going to try to do some research, figure out if it's historically accurate or not. Uh, any other observations from the Lord Free Free Lord God Bird Bird? Um, John Brown. I don't know. It had it had um, slight humor. I thought Ethan Hawke was very funny to me. You know, he shows a, he shows a different side. I'm trying to see him from another viewpoint. Um, also, I'm I'm really out on slave shit, but this is just like hilarious too. It has like a spin on yeah. it. it. Doesn't give me Django vibes. Like Django made me laugh too fucking much, and I shouldn't enjoy that as much as I did. But um, yeah, here and there, bro. Like just just different things. Um, and I'm really trying to adore this this main character, uh, Onion. Um, but I just, I don't sit right with me, him. I mean, I understand the circumstances, him being in his dress. I really want him to get out of his dress. And if that is what he, if that's who he's yeah, going he, to aspire to be, then great. But like, he, I'm he don't want to aspire to be it. The motherfucker's afraid for his life, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he getting a little boner being around and, pie and everything. 
she was nice. Fuck pie, man. Pie, 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 pie. Know, pie is what niggas still dealing with to this day. So I'm not. There's a lot of pies you know, out here, guys. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of pies out here, fam. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with the show. I, I think I have to just stop complaining about the time. Cause like when you said two episodes, I was like, fam, okay, 30, I can eat this hour. That shit was two hours. I'm telling you that COVID hours is different than the regular yeah. hours. So you feel me? You got watching everything and, and I maybe should have watched it a little earlier, but I do think that you said it's a mini series. It's a mini series. Yes. Yeah. So this is not, they're not going to be a season two of this. They catch him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, no, no, man, I, and I'm not mad about it. My thing was, is just trying yeah. to understand. You know, uh, Paul Mooney used to have a joke. Was, but yeah, I think I think it can I think it can improve. The fact that he keeps ending up with John Brown is hilarious, though. Paul Mooney Paul Mooney had a joke called "The Last White Man on Earth." He said, "I sold my my script to Hollywood. It's called The Last White Man on Earth." Said, "Don't look for a sequel. We catch him." (laughs) (laughs) Said, "We spend half the movie smacking around Diana Ross and Whoopi Goldberg. Where is he, bitch?" I don't even know where he is. Where is he? Look, I don't condone domestic violence or whatever violence against women, but that's a funny ass joke, man. That is a funny, funny joke. Well, let's do this and let's let's put a bow on it. Let's wrap it up here. Thank you, Rob Lopez, uh, he of the Puerto Rican Flan, producing the show. Thank you, Big Jerv. He have always been Big Jerv, always his entire life. Never had to lie to a woman to gain her favor. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Black Trey uh, in those two weeks where he became an art major. And shout out to you, the listener, for listening, subscribing, downloading, rating, reviewing, sharing. Sharing is caring. Tweet it out. Post it on Instagram. Tag us. At John Gervais. At Trayvon. At Darth Amin. At Roboto. We're here. We will retweet you. We will get you more followers. Just tag us. Let us know you're listening. Let us know you enjoy it so we can give you more. And as always, remember, Crazy Sexy Cool on Mondays. Wednesday Sermons on Wednesdays. Woke Bros on Thursdays. Going up the same on Fridays. It's the Bomb Network. It's Counting Dings, the number one independent podcast company in the world. Sayonara. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.